Hello everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast with me, Tom Pipkin, and my co-host, Tom Walker. Uh, we're here to bring you the top insights and discussion and tips for the English Premier League and Football League. Uh, we're sponsored by our friends at Team Matchbook, and as ever, you can bag yourself a £30 money back as a free bet at Sign Up Offer. If you use the code TFE Podcast upon registration for Matchbook, and of course, if you do like horse racing, Cheltenham is next week. Um, so do check out the, the Matchbook YouTube channels and Twitter feed for uh, lots of Cheltenham related content. Um, but yeah, Tom, it's, uh, it's a tough slate this week. Um, I don't know how you found it, but yeah, I was, I was going down the league thinking, oh, this is a little bit we, tricky. Well, for regular listeners... We did say that last week, and then we picked out about 100 bets in the champ that we liked. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, I feel like we had, the, we had the Holy Grail about a month ago when we won that 12.18 treble. Mm. And since then, the dockets have been more challenging. But I'm up for the challenge. So why don't we dive into El Premier Ligo? Yep, let's go. AFC Bournemouth against Liverpool. Um I think that's the first time in a long time I've pronounced them as AFC Bournemouth. Mm. Uh, just reading off the screen in front of me. Bournemouth. Associate, Association Football Club Bournemouth. Yeah. They must be the only AFC, right, in the football no, league? No, Sunderland are AFC as well. Are they? Yeah, Sunderland AFC, yeah. Mm. I don't know about anyone else, but definitely Bournemouth and Sunderland. Interesting. There you go. Pub quiz fact. Um, anyway, Bournemouth, 7.8 for the win. The draw is 5.1. And Liverpool, to follow up that big 7-0 over Manchester United, they're 1.47. And i got to say, I what's going to go wrong here? Because Liverpool, to me, at 1.47, that's not bad. I thought, you know, this is a, you, a very... Are you kidding me? What do you mean it's not bad? It's not bad. This is a, a very much informed Liverpool side now against bottom of the league. That is bloody rubbish. I'm not having that. Are you kidding no? me? I think right. that's all right. No, that's crap. Not having Look, that. Look, we've, we've seen teams play in Bournemouth and they've been 1.2s, 1.3s. So to get nearly 1 to 2, I was quite happy with that personally. But there you go. You're clearly not. <laughs> well, Liverpool have the same amount of points as Southampton on the road this season. They have the mm. same amount of points as Leicester. They've got a worse away record than Aston Villa, than Fulham, than Chelsea. Like, I don't see why they win 7-0 and then we all go, oh, Liverpool, amazing. If this was at Anfield and they were that price, bloody hell, I'd be invested. But it's mm. not. It's not. It's away from home. And that's where Liverpool have had their problems. I know recently they did beat Newcastle away, but you know I'm still not ready to forgive them for you know a nil nil against Palace, a three nil loss against Wolves, a two one uh, well consecutive losses to Brighton. Right? I'm I'm just not ready to to jump on it. Not personally. Mm. Fair enough. I just feel like. I'm kind of drawing a bit of a line under what's gone before the kind of last month. Why? Um, Why? Um, game. I, I know. I just think they're looking a bit better now. Um, you know, I, at I home. Know. I, yes. Look, I think they'll win. Do you think they'll win? Yeah. I just don't fancy the risk at that price. 
that's fair enough. So we both think Liverpool will win. I fancy the risk. Tom doesn't. That's fair enough. Um, let's move into the three o'clocks then. Everton against Brentford gets us started. 2.82 for Everton, 3.3 for the draw and 2.9 for Brentford. Um, I was seeing uh, a stat the other day that Brentford are one of the few remaining unbeaten sides in 2023 in the 92. I couldn't tell you who the others are off the top of my head, but I know Brentford are one of them. Um, so for them at 2.9, I, I didn't think it was too bad. Obviously, Everton have been better since Sean Dyche came in at home than they have away, uh, winning two of their three home games since he's been in charge. I was looking kind of on the double chance. I don't think Brentford will lose this game. Um, for them for them to get a draw or win, it's 1.52. So again, we're looking at something a, a little bit perhaps on the skinny side. But yeah, for me, that's where I'd go. Uh, how do you think it'll pan out? Agreed, Brentford to not lose. But I'm I'm happy to, to go for Brentford on the nose here. Uh, we say that Everton are much improved. I think they are bloody carrying that Arsenal win, aren't they? Bloody hell, they're getting some mileage out of that. (laughs) They were absolutely hopeless against Liverpool. They beat Leeds at home, two poor sides. They lost at home to Villa. They got battered by Arsenal and then they drew 2-2 with a struggling Forest side. I'd say, apart from Arsenal, of course, and, and perhaps Liverpool at home, this is a huge step up. Brentford, a huge step up on uh, Leeds, on Forest, on Villa. Like, I don't see why uh, Brentford can't go there and, and continue their, their great form. And Ivan Tony now up to 15 goals for the season in 22 matches. What a season he's having. Uh, mm. Yeah, I'm all in on Brentford. Yeah, OK, cool. Um Leeds against Brighton, then, is the next game to look at. So, Leeds are priced at 4.0. The draw is 3.85 and Brighton at 2.02. Any strong fancies for you in this one? Good grief. Uh, (laughs) Javi Javi Gracia. Uh, I still want to learn a bit more about him, I think. Uh, I, As you know, as regular listeners know, I don't like jumping in too early into a managerial reign, even if they've won a ton or lost a ton. So, no bet for me. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go for both teams to score at 1.74 here. Uh, Only reason being is that I was looking at Brighton's away games in the Premier League. They've actually had eight of the last nine, uh, both teams to score. There's only one when they lost 2-0 to Brentford away from home that they haven't been involved in a both teams to score game away in the league. Um, you know, we've seen them go away to teams in the bottom half of the league, and I'm talking Wolves, Southampton, Everton, Leicester, Palace, um, and they've conceded at least one goal against all of them. Um, they are unbeaten as well against those five teams that I've read out, winning three, drawing two. But um, yeah, they have conceded against all of them. I could see a similar again with Leeds just because Brighton struggled to keep a clean sheet away from home. Um, yeah, and that's that for me. You make a good case. Thank you. Um, Leicester against Chelsea then. 4.0 for Leicester. 3.7 for the draw and 2.06 for Chelsea. Uh, almost identical odds across all three markets there as the uh, Leeds-Brighton game. 
the thing is, I guess here is how much can we read into the Dortmund win in the Champions League for Chelsea? Is that going to reinvigorate them uh, now? There's, you know, they've got something to play for still this season. Is it going to be a bit of a turning point for Graham Potter? Um, I, I, I don't know personally. I, I feel like I'm a bit take a watching brief on this game. Go and grab my audio from the Liverpool game and insert it over this. <laughs> uh, yeah, not ready to jump on the Chelsea bandwagon after two wins. They haven't won any of the last 10 away matches. This is going to be a, a big test for them, uh, even though Leicester have come, coming off the back of four consecutive defeats themselves. I just don't know where I stand with either team, to be honest. And I had a look at both teams to score, but I don't trust Leicester to score without Madison. And I don't know... I still don't really understand what Chelsea are, are doing going forward. So, yeah, uh, really kind of horrible game to bet on, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, if I had to pick one thing out for everybody, it would be um, the under 2.5. 1.92 is the price. Um, nine consecutive Chelsea games have been under 2.5 and it kind of lends itself to that fact. You say they, they're struggling going forward and, you know, we don't really know what they are in an attacking sense almost. Um, and Leicester have only had three shots on target in their last three Premier League games combined. So they're struggling going forward at the moment. So again, uh, yeah, the unders could be could be the way to go if anything, but it's yeah, it's not a fantastic betting game, is it, that one? Um, moving into the final three o'clock then, which is Tottenham at home to Nottingham Forest. 1.47 for Spurs, 4.9 for the draw and 8.6 for Forrest. Um, I guess, depending on where you sit and if you're a neutral or if you're a Forest fan or whatever, but, you know, Spurs just got knocked out of the Champions League. Lots of rumours about Conte's position at the club, um, Pochettino potentially coming back in. If you're a, you know, if you're a confident Forest fan, you'd be thinking this is a, an excellent time to go to Tottenham and and play them and potentially take something off them, considering they're in a little bit of disarray at the moment. However, um, Forest are just so bad away from home. I think it's a fantastic game for Spurs to try and get back on the wagon and get three points and kind of calm things a little bit here because you know Forest. We've mentioned it before. Um, the lowest scorers out of all 92 football league clubs with just, what, three three goals, is it, we've got? Yeah. Three goals, four goals. Um, yeah, I, I think we're absolute no hopers away from home. Um, we've been playing poorly for weeks on end. I am getting worried if this if this rot, performance rot doesn't stop soon. Um, but, yeah, this Tottenham at 1.47 for me is an absolute gift here. Yeah, beyond pathetic on the road. I think my my sympathy and my my patience for the players and Steve Cooper now is 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 getting really thin when it comes to the away form. Honest, obviously, I'm still 100% behind the manager and the players to overall, but my patience is is running very thin on the road. Um, it is as bad as I can ever remember, and I know we're at a new level, but we have the worst record out of the 92 away from home. It is beyond pathetic. And Tottenham, as bad as a spot they're in, they're in nowhere near as bad of a spot as Forest. I think they're just a bigger club and there's more noise being made about it. Uh, so, yeah, Tottenham and over 2.5. 
is 2.32. Forest have lost 4-0 on the road twice, 5-0 and 6-0 this season. Uh, another cricket score on the cards. Yeah, unfortunately, I think you're probably right. Um, finally, then on Saturday, Palace against Man City. 10.0 for Palace, 5.3 for the draw and 1.4 for Man City. Uh, I think City will win. Palace struggling, no wins in 10. Um, the price is a little bit more scary, though. Yeah, it is. Uh, especially with Palace, their record this season at home. Uh, they've only won four, but they've only lost four all season at home. Five draws uh, in there to create a 4-5-4 record. Uh, they're sticky, aren't they? They are the epitome of sticky. Um, but 12 goals scored at home all season. Uh, just for context, Man City have scored 43 at the Etihad City 12. Uh, uh, sorry, Palace 12. Yeah, Man City to go there, get a comfortable win and maybe some fingers to be pointed at Patrick Vieira if it makes it 11. They're in the relegation battle, make no mistake. Um, I Big think time. we can go a little bit further with Man City. I think we can get City and over 1.5 at 1.67. And I think we can get City and over 2.5 at 2.18. Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, moving into Sunday then. We've got four games on Sunday. Three of them come in at 2 o'clock. Fulham against Arsenal is the first one. 6.2 for Fulham, 4.4 for the draw and 1.63 for Arsenal. I don't know about you. I'm interested to hear what you think on this one, but I feel like I'd, I'm a bit scared to back Arsenal at 1.63. Um, I don't know what it is, but I just feel like this has got potential banana skin written on it. Um, yeah, it does, for sure. But also, I think Fulham are, are pretty patchy as well. I think if you have a look at the form, you can pick some holes in it. And there's, they've had a couple of, of wobbly performances. And don't get me wrong, they are more than entitled to that. They've been absolutely brilliant this season. Uh, the Europa League factor is obviously big for Arsenal. Um, of course, a couple of changes in the... Well, a lot of changes in the lineup, But still, Martinelli, Saka, Shaka, Saka, Shaka, uh, <laughs> Jorginho, Zinchenko, Saliba, White, all started. Um, in the 2-2 draw away at Sporting Lisbon. That does give me a little bit, you know, cause of concern. But I think Arsenal can go there and they can win. But I think that the safe money, Tom, is uh, both teams to score, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think Fulham have been good at home, um, hitting the back of the net. Even even with Mitro going on a understandable kind of, Goal drought, uh, 1.92 is the price for both teams to score. I think that's a really, really good price. Uh, we're talking about the second best attack in the league, but it's kind of a bit of a cheat code for Arsenal because Man City are on 66 goals scored. Arsenal are on 59, and then the next team down is Liverpool on 47. So in a normal season, they would probably be by far and away the top goal scorers in the division. And then Fulham, decent company, you know, up in uh, eighth for the most potent attack in the league. Yeah, I think Arsenal deserve a, 
a bit of respect. Best away record in the league as well. Yeah, okay. Uh, up next then, Man U against Southampton. 1.37 for Manchester United. 5.5 for the draw and 10.0 for Southampton. Um, we are recording on Thursday night, so we've been able to see the Man U response to the 7-0 defeat at Liverpool. Uh, they beat Real Betis 4-1. Um, I was watching that before we came on air and I feel like in the second half in particular, it could have been a lot more than the four it ended up as. Um, lots of chances for Manchester United to uh, really hammer uh, Betis. I feel like as well, I just something I observed, I feel like Man U play at home every bloody week at the moment. <laughs> every single Man U game seems to be at home. So I, I went back through their recent fixtures. 10 of their last 13 games have all been at home. Wow. Um, they're playing a hell of a lot of times, aren't they, at Old Trafford? Um, they're back there again this weekend at home to Southampton. Um, but yeah, I think they'll win. Uh, 1.37 is is the price I kind of expect it to be. They'll probably will be a little bit of rotation, I think, with the Europa League um, second leg coming up in midweek after this game. But yeah, I, th- I think Man U would have more than enough at home to, to beat a struggling Southampton still. Yeah, Man U and over 2.5 for me uh, gets us at 2.02. So just an inch over even money. Uh, yeah, fully a great bounce back from Man United. I fully expect them to just carry on where they were. Uh, they've been kind of flat track bullies a little bit, haven't they? Um, mm. They've beaten a lot of poor teams in 2023. Southampton, of course, are one of those uh, in uh, huge relegation trouble at the moment. And yeah, Man U to get back on the horse and get a comfortable win. Man U and over 2.5, 2.02. I like it. Um, next then, West Ham against Aston Villa. 2.3 for West Ham, 3.45 for the draw, 3.55 for Villa. Um, again, I'm keen to hear what you think. I'm of no massive opinion. I could really see this game going all three ways in terms of the result. I was intrigued to see that um, West Ham have a very good record against Villa. They've won five consecutive games and are unbeaten in the last 10 consecutive games against Villa. So I think with that head-to-head record, they'll probably be coming into it fairly confident. But um, yeah, I just don't know how this is going to go because we've seen West Ham beat a poor Forest side 4-0. A week later, lose to Brighton 4-0 and look terrible. Yeah, I don't want to back either of these sides. Uh, If I had to, I would go for West Ham, but then we've got the the, uh, situation that they were in Europe. They were in Cyprus on Thursday, hence why this is a Sunday game. Yeah, I mean, Villa went to Everton, didn't they? And they they got a, a comfortable win in quite similar circumstances, I would say. So, yeah, I am kind of interested in that 3.55 as much as I think West Ham are in the driving seat. There, there's something to be had there. I think if you fancy a little bit of an outsider, that could be the outside price of the weekend. Because if Villa can go to Everton, get a 2-0, they can go and be a tired uh, West Ham side as well uh, at 3.55. It's very tempting. Yeah, and credit to you. I believe you tipped up the Villa uh, to go away to Everton, didn't you, when they did I that? Did. Wow, thank you, mate. Thanks for that pat yeah. on the back. 
No worries. You deserved it. Um, <laughs> right, finally, then we've got Newcastle against Wolves. Newcastle 1.72. The draw 3.95 and Wolves 5.8. Um, before I get your thoughts, I will say, one, I think Newcastle are way too short for me to bat them at the moment. Um, three consecutive losses, no wins in five. Uh, haven't scored for three consecutive games, haven't kept a clean sheet for six consecutive games. I will not be putting any of my money anywhere near Newcastle on the nose at 1.72. Um, what I will be doing is having a punt on this game to be a one-all draw. Oh. Yeah, the price is 7.8. Uh, and interestingly, when these two sides have met each other in the Premier League, Six of the last eight games have been one-all draws. Huh, no way. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if we want to go all the way back and look at all of their league games, uh, they've had, just let me just top this up, 14 of the last 15 games between the two sides in the Premier League have been both teams to score. Um, so 2.12 is the price again for both teams to score here. Um Seven point. What did I say? Seven point eight for for one all. Something like so, that. yeah, they're they're the two routes that I go down here. Bloody hell! Wow, what a stat, mate. Well played. Yeah, yeah I'm proud uh, of that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, and, and I mean, we can all win because my tip is under two point five. Uh, it's priced at one point seven five. Couple of standouts here. Uh, Wolves away from home. They've scored nine goals all season. Newcastle at home, even though obviously I think they're going to regress to maybe normal levels now. You know, it's only fair to point out that they've only conceded eight at home all season. 61.54% of Wolves games, home and away, are unders. For Newcastle, it's 66.67%. Home, home games, 75% of Newcastle, under 25 Away games for Wolves, 53.85. So that's probably the weakest is uh, Wolves on the road. But overall, I think this points to Newcastle losing their way a bit and Wolves also having a little wobble after a uh, great start under Lopetegui. And, you know, Wolves have struggled to score goals all season. And with Almiron kind of regressing back to normal levels, uh, Newcastle also struggling to hit the back of the net. Yeah. Can see that okay well that wraps up the premier league then um let's just mention that matchbook sign up offer one more time and then we'll dive into the championship league one and league two yeah so as tom mentioned it's a great time to get with matchbook not only do we have a great sign up offer but they are the kings are racing i would say uh in the betting world uh they have a tremendous uh, racing podcast that is really kind of firing on all cylinders at the moment for Cheltenham. So if you're into that, as Tom said, please check it out. And also, if you want to stick to your football, uh, we've got a 30 back, uh, 30 back, well, kind of, a 30 quid back as a free bet offer uh, for new customers up to £30. So if you do fancy, let's say, Crystal Palace this weekend at 10s, and you want a little bit more security, you can sign up to Matchbook with TFB Podcast. Then you can have a punt on uh, Palace when Man City inevitably win 4-0. 
you'll get that money back as a free bet to be able to use on something else on the matchbook.com website. So, yeah, please check them out. Great company, great partners, and you'd be helping out the pod as well. Yep, great stuff. Um, right, uh, championship then. Um, I'll get us kicked off with the one we tip every single week, uh, the most obvious team to tip in the league. We won't spend long on it. It's Burnley. They're at home to Wigan this week. Burnley are priced at <clears throat> 1.37 for the victory. Um, unbeaten at home at Turf Moor, 13 wins from their 18 games that they've played. Uh, the top home scorers in the division with with 40 goals as well. Um, yeah, Wigan without a clean sheet in... Sorry, Wigan without a win in five consecutive games, uh, although they have improved uh, under... Uh, is it Sean Maloney in charge of Wigan now? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they have improved, but um, yeah, I, I think... Burnley is a step too far. Just looking at Burnley's home record now, and just since the 15th of October, they've only drawn one game at home, winning every single one of the others. That's 11 wins in the last 12 home games. It will be a comfortable win here for them, I'm sure. Yeah, speaking of comfortable wins, I expect one in Wales this weekend uh, for the visitors, Middlesbrough. Uh, they're away at Swansea this weekend. It's just two teams just kind of in polar opposites, really. Um, Swansea, no wins in the last four, just one win in the last six. Um, problems off the field, a fan base that's just tired and unhappy. Uh, I really do think that Middlesbrough are probably the worst thing that could happen to, to Swansea at the moment because they just need the ship to be steadied and it's not at the moment. Uh, we're having a look at the last four home results for Swansea. A 4-3 defeat to Birmingham, where they had a lead, uh, which was completely blown. It was a shocking result. They beat Blackpool 2-1. Uh, Blackpool essentially playing like a League One side at the moment. They lost 3-1 to Stoke. Uh, anyone who concedes three at home to Stoke needs a, a look in the mirror. And then a one-all draw with Rotherham, who... I've also been poor on the road, so not great. And Middlesbrough just absolutely flying right now. Like, this absolutely blew my mind. The last six games, Tom, the last six games for Middlesbrough, they have mm -hmm. only failed to score three or more once. Wow. And they scored two. So yeah. <laughs> they're, they're flying. Three goals, three goals, three goals, three goals, two goals, five goals. That's most recent last their last time out was a 5-0 thrashing um of uh, reading at home uh, yeah i fully expect middlesbrough with their you know marcus force cameron archer and obviously your boy tom tuba akpom um, mm -hmm. to continue tormenting swansea uh, they are priced this weekend i do you know what i actually don't think this price is that like i feel like it's a bit of a trap they're at 2.22. Mm. It's an incredible price, really. It's really good. I completely agree. Really like that price. I've been well and truly sucked in for all <laughs> those reasons. Yeah, same. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Same here. Um, another one for the shortlist in the championship. West Brom at home to Huddersfield. West Brom are a weird side. Uh, fantastic at home. They've won eight of their last nine home games in the league. 
Uh, and the one they did they did not win, that was a draw against Blackburn. They conceded an 89th minute equaliser. So they did a hold on for a few minutes more. It could have been nine out of nine wins easily. Um, so, yeah, they go against the worst away side in the championship this weekend. That's Huddersfield. Uh, they've got two wins from their 17 away games. And I feel like it all started off all right, didn't it, for, for Neil Warnock at Huddersfield. They beat Birmingham 2-1 in his first game in charge. Since then, they've failed to score in their three following games and they've lost 4-0 twice. Um, so, yeah, after that initial little bounce, it's all kind of gone back to type for Huddersfield. So, yeah, tough place to go is the Hawthorns this weekend for them. And I expect West Brom to win at a fairly short price, but understandably short. Yeah, I think Huddersfield, absolute relegation certainties for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about a team that is definitely not getting relegated and could find themselves in the Premier League next season. And to be honest, Tom, I'm feeling pretty smug about this, Coventry City. I mm. tipped them to finish in the top six on our season preview pod. And if you remember, they couldn't play at home for ages. <clears throat> so they'd played four or five games less than everyone else. And all their games were away from home and they were bottom and it was looking like a bit of a foolish tip. But they are well in the race now. Uh, they are coming off the back, as Tom, you just mentioned, a 4 nil. Um, defeat of Neil Warnock's Huddersfield away from home. They're back at home this season, uh, this weekend, and they're facing a Hull side who, I think, Tom, all season, Hull, just so unpredictable. So yeah. unpredictable. I could feasibly, genuinely go to, to Coventry and get something, for sure. But I think Coventry at home recently have, have shown me enough. They really have. Um a home win over Huddersfield, a draw against Luton, a win against Millwall, and a win against Sunderland. They are playoff chasing rivals, um, and in Victor Jokeresh, probably, uh, you know, all, with all due respect to Tuba Akpom, probably the best striker in the league. Another really tasty team above evens, two point zero six for Cov. Yeah, it's a decent price. Uh, had that one myself, and. Yeah. That uh, they were the four for me that we've read out between us. Um, I've got nothing else. Do you have anything you want to touch on? I've got my I got my eye on uh, the Friday. To be okay. honest with you, um, Blackburn. So I'm kind of I've been bashing Blackburn all season. To be honest with you, um, I feel like they're tremendously lucky. They score worldies and get deflections pretty pretty much every week. Um, but also, I do acknowledge that, you know, now we're in March and I kind of have to accept that, that Blackburn are a decent side. Obviously, they've got some really good players. I think Lewis Travis in particular is catching my eye at the moment in midfield. And they're up to fourth. Um, is automatic promotion on? They're nine points off. I would say no, but... Definitely uh, definitely something there for them to chase. And they're playing against Stoke, who have picked up a couple of decent wins. They beat... Um, where are we here? Sorry, they beat Swansea away, 3-1. Great. Lost against Millwall at home, not great. Lost against Brighton at home in the FA Cup, sure, whatever. Then went away at Sunderland and won 5-1. I don't know if that's just an anomaly whether Sunderland were bad 
or whether Stoke are, are finally clicking after years in the Champo. But Blackburn haven't lost in their last 11, none of the last six away games. And when you put everything kind of together and you realise that Blackburn are 4.1 for the win, it's bloody massive. Now, I will say, on the Matchbook website, it's currently 138 quid on Blackburn. Stoker, 2.1. There's over a grand on Stoke. Mm. So... I'm wondering if I'm missing something. I don't think there's any big injury news or anything like that for Blackburn. But that that does scare me a bit. But, uh, yeah, I'm all in on Blackburn, personally. Yeah, OK. Um, it's a good good outsider shout, definitely. I like it. Uh, right, League One then, shall we? Yeah, take it away. What you got? Uh, Barnsley. I think I'll get us kicked off with. Barnsley are at home to Plymouth. They're priced at 2.08 to get the win. Uh, Barnsley love playing at home in the league, um, much like their opponents, really. Uh, Barnsley have won eight of the last nine home league games that they've played. They've scored at least two in each of those wins as well. So usually when they win, they win fairly well and, and comfortably. Um, Plymouth are, yeah, well, for a side that are second in the league, Five points clear of third. They don't have to rely on their home form. Um, they've won 16 out of 18 games at home. However, on the road, just six out of 17. Uh, and we, we kind of fell into the trap, or at least I did, um, a couple of weeks ago when they went away to Peterborough. And this is a Peterborough side who are, you know, not in fantastic form right now, but they conceded five away at Peterborough when they lost 5-2 not that long ago. Um, they've won just two of the last 10 away matches in the league and I think with Barnsley on such strong home form Plymouth typically not strong travellers despite their high league position I think Barnsley can get another win here at 2.08 yeah I was going to read that one out as well big fan of Plymouth but I think Barnsley uh, don't get the respect they deserve they've been brilliant this season Uh, Tom I absolutely hate backing Peter Peterborough on the dartboard I don't remember. They should be, probably. I don't think they are, but they probably should go on there. They're 1.59, and it scares the life out of me, but I think they will win. Um, yeah. This is the kind of game that their dartboarders and probably lose. But Yeah, yeah absolutely, I yeah. I mean, they're playing the perfect opponents. You know, Cheltenham have lost uh, four of their last five on the road, it can, three consecutively in their last three. And Peterborough, yeah, I mean... How do you want to twist these stats? You want me to read out all the the good home form and all the good home wins, like a five two against Plymouth, and leave out the fact that the game before that they lost five nil at home to Bolton. Like, I, <laughs> do you know what I mean? They're, yeah. they're so all over the place. There's there's evidence that Peterborough are a really good side, and there's evidence that they're a terrible side. So, really scary, short price, but. When there's Johnson Clark Harris, mate, there's a chance. Top scorer in the league, 19 in 34. Uh, yeah, I, I want to trust them. It's very tight, but I think they'll win. Yeah, I, I agree. I think they'll win, but it's a skinny one, isn't it? For yeah, Peter it's not, not the most convincing tip, but I, I felt like I had to read yeah. that. No, yeah, I think they'll win. Yeah. Um, okay, one more for me. Uh, quite a big price, actually. It's... Once again, it's not the strongest tip of the week, but um, worth reading out, I think. 3.1 for Fleetwood to beat 
Port Vale. Um, yeah, Fleetwood, the outsiders at home here, but not entirely sure why. Um, Fleetwood have won four consecutive games at home, 1-0, uh, including beating Sheffield Wednesday in that run and Peterborough as well. So, you know, they've, they've knocked off some decent sides at home in the last kind of month to six weeks. And Port Vale aren't particularly strong travellers themselves. They've not they've not won uh, in their last four away games. They've lost to Bolton, lost to Morecambe, lost to Shrewsbury, drew 0-0 with Cheltenham. Uh, so, yeah, it, it was just a weird price, I thought, because Fleetwood has shown good home form recently. Port Vale haven't travelled well recently. And I was just a bit curious as to why Fleetwood were the outsiders here at over 2-1. to one. I'm, I'm with you. Totally with you. Mm. Uh, let's talk about Accrington Stanley, Tom. Uh, I have a nice little double chance. Stanley to avoid defeat away at Charlton. Charlton are an absolute mate in the state. (laughs) They haven't scored a goal in four consecutive games. Uh, The only time they did score in the last five was when they won 1-0 away at Forest Green. Uh, Forest Green by far and away the worst team in this division. They have played a lot of tough games uh, in that time. Let's give them some credit. I'm saying they haven't scored against Derby, Sheffield Wednesday, Peterborough and Plymouth. It pretty much doesn't get much more difficult than that a lot of unrest uh we're trying to well i'm trying to not use the term on the beach but again checking out the hotels and starting to you know their wives are starting to buy some new sun hats you know in preparation (laughs) because it's coming up they're not going up they're not going down uh lots of off the field trouble fans just really tired and the team's just not performing at the moment, despite their tough opponents. And Accrington, handy on the road, right? I'm, I'm just going to give them that label. Last four away games, a 3-0 defeat away at Ipswich is fine. But 0-0s at Burton, Cheltenham, Port, uh, Burton, uh, Burton and Cheltenham and a 1-1 with Port Vale shows me that they've got what it takes to get a result and grind out something. Uh, I think they can go to a Charlton side who are performing worse than uh, the three ty- three teams that I just read out there and av- avoid defeat. And the fact that they are priced at 2.08 to do so is pretty enticing, I think. Mm. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, any more for League One? Because there's no more for me. No. Uh, fourth tier, please. Yeah. Um, yeah, this isn't the one this week. That is grim. It's really good. This is this is one of the worst League Two <laughs> fixture lineups I think I've seen in a long time. It's shocking. I have one thing that I wanted to read out. Okay. If it's <laughs> the same one thing as me, then this could be a short segment. I don't think it will be. I, I think it'll be different. Um, I wanted to touch upon the Crawley against Harrogate game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, did you? Absolutely not. No, you're good. Um, okay, so it's just. Harrogate to score or Crawley to not keep a clean sheet. Uh, however you want to bet on it, it's the same thing. Crawley haven't kept a clean sheet for 13 consecutive games. Really struggling defensively. No wins in eight consecutive games. Six losses in a row. Um, and whilst Harrogate aren't on absolutely sparkling form or anything like that, I just think with how poor Crawley are at the moment, they can get on the score sheet at least. 
Um, it's 1.4 for, for Harrogate to score in the match. And oh. I think that was decent. Yeah, I like that. like that. Uh, one of those bets that could come in in the first 10, 15 minutes as well. So that's nice. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, Tom, as long-term listeners will know, I had it in for Colchester for about four seasons. Mm-hmm. And I would back anybody against them constantly all season. Then recently, when he had Matt Bloomfield, I got with them again. And I started to like him. And now I'm going against them again. Um I am the love affair is over. I, I'm I'm ready to back uh, Stockport. They are going away to Colchester. And Colchester, since Matt Bloomfield left, and you know, there is a new manager bounce here. Ben Garner is in, who I think is actually a really good appointment and just kind of shows the new finances and, and the new kind of uh, way of thinking at Colchester. Um so there is a new manager bounce to be scared of, but Stockport arrive firm favourites. I like the fact that they are 2.06. I think that's quite generous. I think it might be because they've not been their sparkling best in the last three. They haven't won in their last three games. They have drew the last two. And before that, they won three in a row. Uh, away from home, Stockport, decent, I would say. Um, we're having a look at their last four away, a draw away at Crew, not ideal, a win away at Harrogate, good, a win away at Rochdale, expected, and a loss away to Barrow, a game that pretty much could go either way, I think it's fair to say. Uh, I do like Stockport. I think Colchester are falling off a little bit. Another team who are really struggling to score goals have only scored one in their last five. Uh, and that was a win away at Grimsby. So no goals consecutively in the last four. So, yeah, let's go for Stockport. Okay, cool. Um, and with Stockport, then that wraps up everything, right? Yes, sir. Uh, so we will now pivot to the trebles. So we're going to quickly, really quickly, have a look at last week's uh, treble. So Middlesbrough, 4-0 against Reading, not a problem. Uh, Burnley were held by Blackpool, which is a surprising result. And Stevenage lost to bottom of the league Rochdale 2-0. So a bit of a dog's dinner, to be honest. We've been hitting the post in the last couple, being let down by one team almost every week. But that one wasn't great. No, no, it wasn't. Stevenage really struggling, aren't they, at the moment? Yes. Um, Yeah, so we'll be avoiding them for a while, I think, now. Um, Okay, yeah, this week's treble, hopefully we can... Go a couple better than last week. Um, we're going to retrust Burnley after they let us down for one leg last week. Uh, we've got them to beat Wigan on the treble this week. Uh, we've also got Middlesbrough to go away to Swansea and win. And finally, Tottenham to beat our team, Nottingham Forest, um, at home. So the treble currently pays on matchbook 4.27. So in a £10 example, stake would return, what, £42.70 EP? Yeah, and honestly, I don't even feel dirty going against our, our boys in red. No, nope, me neither. Absolutely hopeless. Right, let's yeah. have a look at fancy football then. Uh, we'll do a really quick roundup this week. Uh, we're just going to read out the top 10 in reverse order. Uh, Kenneth Mayer is up in the top 10 for the first time, I think, so congratulations. Chris Postings, Bill Bowles, Simon Tither, 
David Arias, Tim Warner, Johan Ekstrom, Neil McCloy, Tola AW, who has climbed to second, and Pat Ravenhall, who has a 73-point gap. So if you want to join our Fancy Football League, you can do so. Uh, You need to ask us for the league code on Twitter. That is our contact information. So Twitter, T underscore FB podcast. Send us a DM. Uh, You can uh, get hold of the uh, league code and join in your rightful spot. And also give us a follow. It would be absolutely great to build on some of the momentum that we had. We, We have hit a little bit of a wall in terms of followers. But the engagement from the people who do follow us is absolutely amazing. So thank you. And, uh, yeah, if you can get us on that hashtag road to 3K, that would be class. Yep. Um, if you're a horse racing fan, let us know your Cheltenham tips on Twitter as well because uh, mm. I'll be taking a keen interest next week anyway. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, and if you have enjoyed the show, guys, please give us a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcast. We'd really appreciate that one. Um, but, yeah, that's all for this week. Um, we do need to say that there will be no podcast next week. Um, unfortunately, we can't make one next week because of other commitments, but we will be back in two weeks' time uh, to bring you another pod as well. So next week, um, no pod, but we will put everything out on Twitter, uh, all our tips for the weekend. So look out for those on social media. Anyway, good luck for this weekend. Um, hope you're all profitable, and we'll see you soon.